Hello, everybody, and welcome into the Hot Routes and Hot Takes Fantasy Football Podcast, where we will take a deep dive into the NCFFL in all its glory, providing you, the GMs, the fans, hot takes and predictions sure to stir up controversy all along the fantasy football season. My name is Joe Norton, and along for the ride is Jared Campbell. Let's go! Welcome in to uh, week five edition, episode seven of the Hot Routes and Hot Takes Fantasy Football Podcast. And today, uh, GM, something a little bit differently. Had a little change of plans. Uh, unfortunately, my co-host, Mr. Jared Campbell, wasn't able to uh, commit to time on the pod this week due to some uh, family circumstances. I think he's Actually celebrating Tate's birthday, so he's got family in town. Did did some things with the kids today, so we do have a substitute on the phone with us who's going to be along for the ride, giving his hot takes, uh, giving his thoughts about last week, and then obviously this coming up uh, week's matchups. So with us on the phone tonight, gentlemen, is uh, GM of the your name keeps changing so hopefully i'll get it right here um the digs in the blanket uh mr brad Pizel. yes sir thank you for having me back on pleasure to be here well i uh, you know i i think jared wants to say a a thank you i'll definitely say a thank you for uh subs subbing in for us i know it was kind of last minute so hopefully the 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 rest of the gms will thank you as well we'll see though on you know how your banter is and how your thoughts are on some of these uh, these matchups that occur if they uh, if they can they, if they concur or not? So, what well, have you been up to, man? Just sitting here watching some of this baseball game. First time in my life I've ever seen an opener as a pitcher as opposed to a uh, starting pitcher. Kind of twenty twenty one we're coming at you, man. It's oh, crazy. I don't even have that on. I have the Bucks game on. I didn't know that they were they were playing. Yeah, Dave Roberts out here playing uh, checkers, or he's playing chess while everybody else is playing checkers, I guess, man. Never seen or heard of an opener and not a starter, but that's just that's just life, man. Is that what he called them? That's what they're calling them, man. They came in for they had they brought them in for the first three, and uh, ended so up. So he's a starter. There's no difference. No first Did he three. Start the game. First first three batters is what they were trying to do. Oh, first three bat. Well, correct. I mean. We're That's, playing semantics here. The guy's a starter. He started the game. They're taking him out based off of what they're saying. Anyway, okay. again, semantics, opener, starter, life's weird. It's Dave Roberts doing weird shit. Well, you know, maybe next year when we start a uh, baseball fantasy pod, you'll have to lead that one. So. Uh, highly doubtful that Brad's in for 162 games. You're <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, well, what's going on on your side, man? I man, mean, went to, uh, you know, thanks for asking. We actually visited the Renaissance Festival last weekend with the kids. First time I've ever been there. Have you ever gone? 
I have not. Question for you. Yep. Did you or did you not wear a knight's sh- knight in shining armor? Because that would have been rad. That would have been rad. Also would have been super hot because it was hot out that day. Sun was blasting. First time there. Didn't get dressed up on like some of the patrons there. So if none of you have ever been there, Renaissance Festival, as you would expect, uh, basically this whole probably, I don't know, half a mile of acreage is designed, created, built, and looks like you would be in the Renaissance. So all the buildings are like that. The employees are dressed up in, you know, Renaissance garb, if you will. And I thought something that was super odd was right before you get into the entrance, there's actually a hut where you can rent Renaissance costumes. Totally would have done that. So you can totally you can rent knightsman gear. You could rent just if you're um, just a t- farmer thing, like a I fryer. I can tell you this. It's already, Princess. O- it's already October. Just jump right into early Halloween. You know, everybody's starting to celebrate earlier for all these different holidays. Might as well start doing uh, Halloween, like, first week of october you know get ramped up and then just jump right into like all the accents like where else my kids be are you eating ye meat near the mead (laughs) (laughs) just start going full character mode for the full week man it'd be great i'll tell you what they did it you know english accents all the employees english (laughs) accents i'm not kidding you think i'm joking everyone's got english accents the craziest part was like patrons got more dressed up than the actual employees. Like I, I, when I say this, I am not joking. So there was this woman who without shoes on was close to six feet tall. And she dressed herself up in a, it's a big re- bitch. like a Renaissance goat type. Mm. Now I'm talking, she had shoes or heels that had hoofs on them. And then like, fur that went up to her thighs and then she had on this like little like thing that covered her midsection and then up above was like more fur and then on her head was like horns and then she face painted herself so she was like this mythical so is goat that a, is that female a wo- goat is like i know there's a minotaur is that a woman atar is that what you would call that? it i would a see, woman atar it was a woman atar I mean, because everything we got to have, we got to make sure we have the right term. I don't want to be offensive for anybody out there. We definitely don't want to do that. We are an inclusive podcast here on the Hot Routes and Hot Takes. But I tell you what, fun stuff uh, did catch me by surprise, uber expensive. So if anyone's planning on going, bring some cash. There you go. uh, Everything costs money there, and it was absurd. Uh, One of the best parts of the day, though. So they had this guy who was basically. Uh, basically, I guess who you would call him um, the the guy that gets in trouble. So he's sitting in the middle of town square and he's got his hands in like the circle thing and his head's in there as well. So he can't really get out or anything. And like people throw tomatoes at him and, and lettuce and stuff like that. I know exactly what you're talking about. So there's a there's a guy and they have it and it's a game. I don't know what they, I don't know what they call him, though. I don't know what they call it, like the town heckler because he's in prison and he just heckles everyone that walks by and then they throw food at him. So anyways, they have this guy 
and he's set up and it's a game. So basically you pay money. Uh, you can pay $5 for five tomatoes or $10 for like 12 tomatoes. And you're about 20 yards away. And the guy just heckles and berates you and you get to throw tomatoes at the dude. So Jackson, my, my middle kid who's six, he's like, I want to do that. I'm like, you sure, bud? He's like, yeah, I want to do it. So I, I'm like, all right, $5 for tomatoes. This is ridiculous. Because uh, obviously in the store, you get them for a lot cheaper. That, that, come, that comes right at you for a $5 tomato. Yeah. And they're not even full <laughs> tomatoes. They start cutting them in half. So the kids can't even really get a good grip on them. I'm like, this is a sham to begin with. So basically, I paid $5 for two and a half tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> that makes you feel good. Yeah, uh, so Jackson starts get, – he gets his tomatoes, he starts chucking, and, and his first one comes up short, doesn't even hit the wall. Next one, he hits the wall, but he's on the, he's on the bottom of the wall. He gets down to his last tomato, and this guy's just berating him uh, about his haircut because I cut his hair, and for some reason, this, this guy <laughs> could figure out that I cut his hair from 20 yards away. Anyways, he's just giving it to Jack, who, mind you, is six years old. Jack rears back, chucks it. And just squares this guy right in the face, right on the nose, right underneath the eye. Just God. pummeled him. Everyone starts cheering. Jack's God. just laughing. I got to love it. There was probably a jester that came out and just started playing a fiddle and doing all sorts of crazy <laughs> shit. That's awesome. Good for Jack. Uh, how many people in your family do you think you have gotten their hair made fun of, yourself included, from haircuts? Uh, well, just me, Austin, and Jack. That's about it. So, three out of three. Well, I have five people in my family. Yeah, but you don't cut the other ones, right? I don't cut Christie's, and we haven't cut Madison's hair yet, so. Fair. I doubt I would cut that, too. That, that's a little, that's on the expertise level. I'm not quite there. I can do buzz cuts. Yeah, we're good. We'll, so, we'll skip by it. Yeah. Fair enough. But good time. I recommend the, the Renaissance Festival. Just bring some cash. Uh, but it is a good time. Very interesting. They got turkey legs. They got uh, corn on the cob. So it, it's good. It's actually, it was a fun time. So Nothing better than stick meat and expensive stuff. At a <laughs> Nothing better than stick meat. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, well, let's get this thing started. As always, it. boys, we're going to go into rapid fire recap. We might shoot from the hip a little bit uh, and then hit up the week six matchups. Hopefully we're not here too long. Um, but let's get this thing started. Let's go. It's time for the weekly rapid fire recap. Alrighty, boys, welcome in to the week five rapid fire recap. We're going to get in, into all the games. I got Bradley here with me. Let's start it off with uh, we're gonna go Slip and Jared. Uh, Jared eked this one out. He moves to three and two. Slip Slip drops to three and two after starting off with three and one. So Jared wins one forty five to thirty two. One forty five thirty two to one oh eight nine four. What kind of what what do you think kind of happened in this one, Brad? I mean, 
I don't know if you're able to have this posted up in front of you, but it was so so classic classic slip. Still starting Galladay. I mean, I know, right? I I don't get it, man. I mean, just just drop bait, man. Drop the dude. I mean, he's not even doing anything. So besides the point, that's a dumb dumb move. I'm just gonna move on from it because we beat that into the freaking ground. Other thing is, he needs a quarterback, homie. He just needs a quarterback. Do you think he he makes a trade with Chaz? I'll tell you what, he needs to do something. I mean, that's that's just a big – it's been a spot for him all year, and he just hasn't figured it out. I'll say this. It's been a spot for him for the last three weeks because Derek Carr came out of the gates just chucking it and scoring above 27 Yeah, but he didn't, have, he didn't have Derek Carr when he was chucking it in the beginning, though. He wasn't so, playing him? No. Nah, he had he uh, – at one point he had uh, – what's the guy out of Cleveland? forget what his name is. Oh, uh, Baker? Is he playing yeah. ring around the quarterback? Yeah, okay. he's, just, he's just trying to see what sticks. Didn't find it, and with Gruden gone, I can see this one going. I can see this one going back, dropping bait again. So we'll see. But that's a story of revolving quarterback needs to make a move, address it, and move forward. Yeah, I mean, looking at this game, there really wasn't much that Slip could have done. I mean, checking everyone on on his bench, even if he played the best players that scored the most points, he's still going to come out on this one losing. I think Jared just had too much firepower on this one, unfortunately, and, you know, Slip just really never had a chance. So, kind of stinks. Slip drops a... Three and two. Jared jumps up to three and two. Congratulations on him. He's uh, making some moves, climbing up that leaderboard there. All right, here we go. Let's move on to Chaz versus Brian. Chaz jumps up to the three and two mark. Well, Brian takes a step down to two and three. Chaz wins 151.76 to Brian's 128. Um, what do you think kind of happened on this one? Well, I'm just going to go ahead and say he he missed on the guessing right carousel for the quarterbacks, but that's just going to happen when you have uh, four first rounders there on your team. But first time this year that's <sighs> happened. Well, that made it was touche. bound to happen, wasn't touche. it? Touche. It was. Didn't, you know, here's the thing: is not only did he miss hit on his on his quarterback, which he typically doesn't do, but he also missed it on his defense, which he typically doesn't do. And he ended up winning by 20 something points. So, well, he is going to have probably the waiver wire waiver wire pickup of the week with Knox. He might've found his tight end hole that he's been missing out on all year. Did he end up picking him up? Um, He surely did. He picked up Knox. I picked up Schultz. Ipso facto, I don't think either one is a bad one, but he wins this week. So nice 20-point gainer from the tight end spot there. That will always help. Um, And he definitely covers up Kelsey, which almost never happens. So that's where the uh, I would say where the the difference was this week for them. So nice pickup, Chaz. Guess wrong on the QB, but hit on the tight end. I'm not seeing that he picked up uh, Knox here in the waiver wire this week. Oh yeah, he picked up Knox the same weeks that I picked up Schultz. If it's oh, not you're this talking, week, you're talking about previous weeks. Well, for the recap, homie. Yeah, well, I mean, here on the podcast, we talk about current events, not things that happened three weeks ago. Well, he just picked him up for last week, for week five. Yeah, that's that's what I mean. 
I'm taking anyway, that. Yeah. All right. All right. Ipso facto, he scored 19 points. It was a pickup. Good job, Jess. Yeah. Big win there. Um, really, Brian couldn't do much, even though he kind of stayed with him for a little while with the quarterback situation, but just didn't get a lot of didn't get a lot of dynamics from Higgins or Thielen and his quarterback, and that really kind of cost him. It really wasn't too much. I mean, we're talking 20 points or so. So it's just unfortunate for Bri. We'll see uh, if he can bounce back this week because he's playing me, and uh, my team not looking so good, but we'll get into that a little bit later. All right, let's move on. We'll go, we'll jump over to my game. Uh, so I, I fall to two and three. I'm on quite a skid here. John jumps up to two and three after being in the cellar for the last couple of weeks, and he's got to be feeling really good about himself right now. Pulls off the victory, 148.93 to 113.05. Folks, when I tell you this, it was much closer than that final score. And just for the record, really the only reason he did win is because Mark Andrews scored 36 points. Um, pretty amazing um, because I needed Justin Tucker not to do well, and he didn't do well. So didn't really expect Mark Andrews to pull off 36 points. I think no, that, that that's the, definitely a bummer. I mean, when you killer. look back, when you look back at the week, that's uh, you, you can go ahead and call that the linchpin right there, homie. Uh, it just doesn't get any worse than that. Um, I would love a third of that for my tight end i mean but here we are it's the week of the tight ends man he killed you yeah i mean if you know let's let's give the dude 18 points and that's a stellar week for a tight end i mean even still i would lose but only because barkley went out and that's something i'm gonna have to freaking deal with now i got a stud stud running back that's sitting on my bench not gonna give me any points and you know typically he's gonna score enough to to give me the victory i got a lot of uh searching to do here so good Here's win the, for johnny though yeah i do I'm have a, i just i do want to ask you a question why is he starting oleandis zacachias over antonio mother freaking gibson can you tell me that i have please? no idea no idea apparently he saw something in him i don't i'm not sure what I have a rule on my team. If I can't pronounce your name, I don't start you. This dude, just for the record, so all the other GMs are wondering exactly what Brad is asking. This this guy, I'm going to call him OZ, the original OZ. <laughs> all right? I love it. Go yeah. with it. That so, should be his new team name, the original OZ. The original or- OZ. I just, I just created your name for you because I don't, I don't know what – don't look under the towel means or what's under the towel. I don't know yeah. what that means. So you're the original OZ now. So week one, OZ, zero points. Week two, promising, three points. Week three, 10 points. John's probably like, oh, my God, this guy's going to break through. Not so much. Week four, two points. And he's, at this point, you got to be thinking, oh, man, he's just going to come through, right? Falcons receiver. You got Matt right? Nope, three points. Now he's on a bye. I mean, why in the world are you starting him? Do you know what's happened? He was looking for another Corderell Patterson on the oh. Falcons. Didn't find it. Stop being cute. Speaking Play of Antonio Cordell. Antonio mother freaking Gibson. Freaking Cordell Patterson. I'm, okay. I'm going to win that bet, by the way. All right, ah. he wins. Moves to two and three. Good for him. I mean, it's John. You expect him to get these lucks every once, you know, at least six times a year where the guy – he's facing has his major running back or 
receiver quarterback go down with a year ending injury just so happens to be against me every year. Mm, All right. That's a shame. All right. What do we got left here? Just you? Well, we got us and the, uh, the double or the millennium guy here. Mike, uh, oh Mike my Norton. goodness, how could I forget, Mr. Mike, Mr. Michael Norton? Yeah, 203 points. I don't know if that's the top of the list in regards to most points that ever was... scored. It's got to be top five, I would guess. So he's easily got to go, got to get two different awards here. Above 200 never happened. Also, beat his opponent by almost 110 points. Boom. Now, remember when like Rusty Boom. was on? Did you beat the host? And he and we were talking about um, just blowouts, yes, or routes or whatever. I think this falls under a, a blowout. Uh, yeah, I would say there's a lot you can constitute. This is we'll we'll go with the blowout as the here. Point. Here's a question: You can take anyone off of Rusty's team. Do you want anyone? Man, I don't know. He's pretty beat the hell up. Um, I mean, it's really weird. But and now Edwards Alaire is going on IR. Mm, yeah, I just picked up that running back. So thank you. I'm <laughs> uh, not 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 poking at you, but poking at you. Dak got to be the only guy, right? Maybe Justin Jefferson. Probably I mean, I could other. understand. I, I like, get those are my Dalvin only Cook. Two. I mean, you got Dalvin well, Cook Dalvin's and Justin on, Jeffries, he, but I mean, they're not doing. They're not productive right now. Well, you're just picking them up because yeah, you're hoping that Dalvin's doing the same thing that McCaffrey's doing. So, I mean, it really is what it is. So, um, but yeah, it's a uh, it's a bare closet right now, man. He's just trying to trying to figure it out. He it's certainly crazy. certainly didn't do it against Mike. Let's put it that way. That yeah. was a beating. I mean, look at. Look at these scores. He had, I mean, half of his team scored, three-quarters of his team scored over 20 points. Jesus. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Mike, you've been, you've been doing something, brother. He's got a hot team right now. I would not want to face him. I'm glad I'm not facing him this week. Oh, well, he um, lost to me last week. What? <laughs> <laughs> but he's got a hot squad, very similar to someone else who we're going to talk about right now. And that is going to be your game between Pittman and Bradley. Pittman jumps up to four and one. You fall to two and three. Closest game of the week, boys. Uh, Pittman ends up winning 159-81 to 154-52. Five-point victory there. Closest game. Tight matchup here. But, man, that's got to hurt. You score over that 135-140 point mark. You end up not winning and kind of uh, uh, Pittman steals this one from you. Uh, there's a hundred percent certainty. This one sucked. Uh, the only thing that sucked worse than this was his team name because I had <laughs> nothing to come back from that one on. <laughs> uh, when you go short man jokes, uh, I mean that was that was about as bad as they get for a short man joke. And that was a legitimate one too. I I swallowed that one and then I was like, oh, I'm just gonna put a W on him and then just go from there. Then he freaking doubles down. Throws the W in my face, just west side, just till he rides. I mean, damn, it would hurt. Um, but, yeah, it was a good match. 
I really, I mean, at a certain point, I thought it was, I thought it was done and done. And then Malcolm Brown just showed up on Monday night under the lights. And certainly I didn't see any of it because I went to bed at halftime and he had zero points. (laughs) (laughs) So, but it, it was the closest one of the week, but you know, yeah, it, it doesn't make a difference. You're still second in uh, a game of two. So that hurts. I thought one of the most funny things was, you know, Pittman was trying to dish off Miles Gaskin last week and throws him on his bench, and all of a sudden he goes for 26 points. Could, couldn't have been any funnier. I was texting him about that all day on Sunday, and he was not he was not super happy about it. So, uh, Anyways, he avoids the misplay there and um, still ends up winning it. Moving to 4-1. He's number one in the league, boys and boys. Um, sitting at 4-1. and one. Let's see. He is on a four-game win streak. Oh, my goodness. So he is, he is doing work here. Someone else on a four-game lose streak would be Rusty. So... Kind of flip flops right there. <laughs> Shots fired. Um, You're arch enemy, man. You're just throwing them in there. Hey, I'm not doing so well either. I'm on a two game losing streak, so I'm trying to catch up to that four game lose streak. But man, um, anyways, good job, Pitt there at the top. Michael's on your heels. Um, but let's move on. Shooting from the hips. Up next. Hello, friends. Have you or a friend ever been a victim of the cancel culture? Have you fallen victim to resurface private emails, text messages, or phone calls from 10 years ago where you have allegedly made racist, homophobic, misogynistic, and flat-out inappropriate comments? Do you feel you were wrongly targeted because you're a white Republican? Well, if you answered yes to any of these questions, you need to contact the helpful business of the Democratic Oath. We here at the Democratic Oath will work tirelessly to re-image your reputation and brand to align with liberal and democratic ideologies. In as little as three days, we can transform your identity using our proven democratic oath formula to align you with liberal ideologies, thus eliminating all threats of cancellation. Dress up as a blackface? Doesn't matter. Sexually assault your employees? Who cares? Marry your brother to gain citizenship into the United States? Who are you kidding? Yank your crank during a business Zoom meeting? So what? With our proven formula here at the Democratic Oath, all your inappropriate words, actions will be forgotten and your reputation returned to normal. In fact, you may even get a promotion. Just go to democraticoath.com, fill out our short survey explaining all of your inappropriate behavior and one of our specialists will start your transition to becoming a Democrat. And watch all your problems disappear. That's democraticoath.com. I repeat, democraticoath.com. Join us today and get your life back.
Should we do it, Jared? I think we should. Let's shoot. Let's shoot from the hip. Let's go. Alrighty, boys, here we go. We're going to shoot from the hip with the uh, our guest podcaster for the week with Mr. Brad. Um, so I got one for you. I came up with two. Had to think on my heels here uh, because I wasn't re- I wasn't expecting you to be on the pod, so I had to come up with something quick. So here's my first one. And depending on how this one goes, I don't know if we'll get to the second one, but you are the leader of a boy band. And so think of yourself. Right. Think of yourself uh, like InSync or Backstreet Boys. So it's you and and four other dudes. But in this case, it's four other GMs. Now, you can take this two different ways. Who are the four other GMs that you want to be in your band, your boy band? And I want to know, you know, you can just pick the four that you want, or you can pick like the four GMs because of their teams. So you can take it either direction. But either way, I want to know who's the leader, who's the singer. Okay. And, you know, obviously who's kind of like the worst guy. So that would be like Joey and New Kids on the Block. Mm. I think that was his name, Joe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So I want you to kind of go through the GMs that you choose, why, and kind of their, their status in the group. So you let me make sure that because you laid a lot of stuff out there really quick and you told it a diff, couple of different ways. I need to pick my boy band, tell you the team guys, and tell you what person they're playing from in relation to in sync. Is that what we're saying? Well, like you know, every boy band has like the ranking, right? So you got in sync, yeah. Justin Timberlake. Obviously, he's the leader. He's the lead songwriter. He's basically the identity of the band. Then I don't even know anyone else that's in that band. Okay. You know, Joey Fatone, maybe, maybe Ooh. the gay guy. Okay, fair enough. Well, I feel like, from a standpoint of kind of what you're laying out there, I feel like Brian Phillips is going to be in there. And it's funny that you mentioned Joey or Joey Fatone because I feel like feeling gay is riding straight <laughs> into that one. So I feel like Brian just has enough pizzazz. He's got family in the music industry. There you go. You know, I feel like he's got to be, I feel like he's got to be on the short list, right? Okay. Uh, let's see. If I'm going to throw another guy out there, um, I definitely, I think Chaz is going to make my list right here. <laughs> I think I think Chaz has this uh he's gonna be he's gonna be the quiet one in my group where he's just like he's always well that doesn't make sense. Chaz isn't gonna be the quiet one. Chaz is gonna be out doing drugs uh, off a of hooker's <laughs> off a of hooker's chest. The groupies. And, yeah, he's just gonna be wilding out and I, I totally dig it. I mean, I could see him being strung out on. He's the, always keeping the, the party going, right? Correct, man. I mean, he's just going out, just killing it. I mean, he has a presence once he starts getting the yeah, yeah up in his nose. 
we'll be good to go, brother. So I think Chaz is definitely in there playing with it. Um, let's see who else would be a character. So we need two more. You got two there. Yeah. Two um, I think Jared's probably going to be my front man. I mean, I, I could see it. I feel like he just, he just has the it factor. Like, you know, like people just come up to him. They ask opinions. They want to get to know him. Like he just, he doesn't, his stage presence, you know, he just kind of lets it all out. Doesn't care what people think, but still cool enough to be his own dog. So <laughs> I think he'll be the front man. We got one more, huh? Um, I mean, it's, it's got to be, it's got to be the single guy, right? Brooks. <laughs> Brooks is just, he's just out there being the guy. I mean, he's just like, hey, groupies, get them back here. He's like, all my guys are married up. Let's let's have some fun. <laughs> I could just see it, but he he does well enough. He could do social media, you know, with their Facebook page, and then just totally come back out and do that. So it'll be awesome. I think right, that's so, where I would go for it. So we got Jared, we got Chaz, we got Slip, and we got Brian, huh? Yeah. And do you? I'm putting you on the spot here. Mm, so okay. if you can't think of it now, maybe sometime during the rest of the pod, if it, if it sneaks into your brain, let us know. But what would your name be? Uh, I, isn't it obvious? Zebulon. Road to oh, Zebulon. Jesus. There we go. You're not even part of it. Dude, I'm not part of it, but they were. I wasn't even – I gave you my four guys on the band. I wasn't part of the Road to Zebulon. So, Zebulon, whatever it is. So, like, you guys are called the Zebulons or something? It could be. I feel like it's got to be a play on Zebulon. <laughs> you know, it's just the state of Zebulon or something, you know, something like that. But it's going to be based around the road to Zebulon as much as those fuckers have talked about that damn place for the last <laughs> quarter century, it seems like. So, that's, that's that's definitely where I'm going with that one. All right. That's fair enough. Pretty solid there. You got anything for me? Man, I don't know. You you came at me within the last day, so I had no plan for swinging from the hip. Um, All right, so I'll I'll, I'll go with one more. There's going to be more towards fantasy football. Okay. Uh, But we are going to – we are going to kind of, I guess, utilize Pittman's thought process and choosing his name from last week with the Lannisters. Mm -hmm. Okay, so – Let's let's say that you're the king, right? You're you're King Brad. And sitting on the Iron Throne. You're I'm sitting good. on the Iron Throne, right? Mm-hmm. You have to choose in your determination based on this year's teams in the NCFFL the top four lords to issue land. So you got Winterfell, you got Three other places. I don't fucking know. <laughs> I haven't gotten that far yet. In the, uh, I was about to say. I haven't gotten that far your, yet. Your Game, Game of, of Thrones, Thrones stuff is pretty weak. Uh, no. So, so based I, on, I think I'm strictly that. based on, now you're the king, and, you, you know, let's be honest, you're not doing very good as the king. You're two and three. But there's a lot of two and threes out there, so you could easily Correct. climb the board quickly. But for this, for these purposes, you're the king. But okay. you got to choose the top 
the next top four teams that you think are going to be at the top at the end of the year based on what you have seen through five games? Who would those top four teams be? So you you definitely have to go with Mike. Um, I mean, my man just scored 200 points. He's looking good. His team is healthy. I mean, and that's part of the game. Here we are, however many weeks into it. So I'm definitely – Mike's one of my lords. Um, okay. I think Pittman has to be in there. Um, four and one. I mean, I, he's been making some trades, some acquisitions off free agency. He's making it happen. He's wheeling and dealing. So he's definitely a lord making some stuff happen. Cause, Number three yeah. in points, four. By the way, okay, so he's up there too with, in terms of points, so that's good. Correct. Um, now it starts to get tricky because now you start to get into a point where everybody is pretty much bunched up. Um, I mean, that's that's kind of a tough question. That's why point. I asked. Because um, I think slips teams a little bit of fool's gold. Um, we already had that segment last week, yeah. Um, pot of gold over there. Yeah. I mean, who's got who's got Derek Henry, whatever his name is? Uh, who is, Who's that Brian? Has Derek Henry? Yeah, his team is really good. I, I'm pretty sure it's Brian. I really like what – I just – with him just crushing it, I think Brian's other guys have to be average. I'm going to go ahead and give Brian one. Derrick Henry is actually owned by uh, Pittman. Okay, well, that's why Pittman's at the top. So, obviously, I didn't do my research. You know what? I'm going to get crucified for that part of the uh, the entire deal. Let's see. Are uh, we still sticking with Brian as your third lord? I still – no. I mean, his points are still high. But I thought he had Henry. He had Elliot. That's who it was I was thinking about. Uh, I got to give it to Storm and Norman, too. I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to say that I got to give him some credit. Where everybody beat the hell out of him for all the quarterbacks. And man's coming through. I mean, he's 3-2. and two. He's winning, putting up a lot of points. I mean, give me definitely... your thoughts on the trade that went through. And so for the records, if, if, if nobody was paying attention, uh, we did have a trade transaction come through earlier this week. I believe it was on Tuesday. It involved Chaz uh, as well as the commissioner, uh, Brett, or excuse me, Johnny Verdenick, who Johnny gave up Keenan Allen straight up for Kyler Murray. Um your thoughts on the trade, typically it's just Jared and I have these discussions. I'd be curious to hear your thoughts on it. Obviously, you approved it, as did I. Yeah. And I'll give you my perspective. But I'd love to get get your thoughts on it. Well, you want me to go first or you want to yeah, go Yeah, you go first. Okay. I'm fine. So it, it, it was certainly needed on both sides, right? Um, I think he needs some guys outside of quarterbacks on Chaz's team. Um, I think he's been catching – a lot of defenses in the right spot playing a lot of good teams. I think that's going to kind of come to a halt and he's got to find some guys to fill in those gaps. 
on the other side, John obviously had what's his face, uh, Russell Wilson with like sideways fingers. Yeah. That's it's hard to throw a football that way, so he needed it. If I were going to tell you this was done without either one of those things really happening, I say John wins the trade straight up. Um, but it fits needs for both of them, and so. Well, there's no doubt John wins the trade. I don't yeah, know. but it, it's. I think Chaz also fills a couple more holes where he's going to need to make up some of those points from the defenses. So from a fairness perspective, I think they both came out on top, but I think John wins based off of getting Kyler and what he gives him in the long run versus what – because if if Allen comes anywhere close to start stealing stuff back from Mike Williams, I think Mike Williams is just a hot commodity. I don't think he's going to stay on this – yeah, you know this heater for. I mean, Allen's is a hundred catch guy. Um, he's good, man, and he, just... he he he's just not not quite there yet. I mean, he's still posting up decent numbers, but it's nothing magical, right? It's nothing that's earth shattering. No, I'd be curious your thoughts. So, so Chaz was sitting with obviously Kyler Murray, Patrick Mahomes, um, Lamar Jackson, then he's got Tom Brady. Of those four. Why do you think they ended up on Kyler Murray? I mean, Kyler Murray's given here's, – here's the thing I didn't understand um, on why Chaz would give it up. I thought he'd be more willing to give up Brady, and that's probably who he suggested first, and John wasn't having it. Um, I'm surprised he didn't try to give up Lamar Jackson versus Kyler Murray. I think Kyler Murray is going to be more dynamic than Lamar Jackson. You think Kyler's more dynamic than Lamar? Well, I think that's why he was asking for him, probably. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, how do you think those those talks went? Like, do you think – I'm so, sure – here's probably how it first happened. I bet he asked for John Antonio asked, mother freaking Gibson is what I bet he asked for. No, and I bet – I bet John, John – no, no, John asked for something first. John was saying – I bet John I reached out to him and, what and then he came back is, and he was like, no, I'll give you Tom Brady. And he's like, piss off. You're not getting Brady. Or I'm not giving up Brady to get some trash. Or John probably said, I don't want Brady. Is probably what happened. I get that. But what I'm saying is Chaz is probably asking for Antonio Gibson initially because he's always wanted he's been looking for that running back. Yeah. is what he's been looking for all year. I think that once once John probably started going through these conversations, like you said, they probably started at one quarterback and went through the five other ones that are on his roster. Uh, he probably asked for Chubb first. <sighs> I'm sure he did. <laughs> I mean I'll tell you this, he probably went from six to mid or from midnight to six because he was John is not gonna let go of Chubb. That's just not even John would go pick somebody up off of waiver wire before he gives that up. Chaz probably said, Give me Chubb and Tyreek Hill and I'll give you Tyler. (laughs) I'll give you Tyler. But I mean, he's gotta he's gotta come off of that. I think he realizes that Allen was a wide receiver too at this point, which is still very respectable. And I mean, you know, I bet he started higher and he just fell to that. So that's just my thoughts. So uh, quickly, my thoughts here. I, I think the fair is totally, or the, excuse me, the trade is totally not fair. 
No. Um, it's it's definitely leans more towards John. Yeah, but they've any other holes. I understand that's that. that's the that's the thing that you're trying to accomplish other, on both sides. Yeah, any other situation, I would totally decline the trade. But I'm not a a decline trade kind of guy. Um, I just think be, it wasn't it fair. Be, it has to be really absurd for me to decline a trade. Yeah, me too. Um, it's got to be just. I really, just saw. Really, I just this saw is on the edge of it, but. I just saw what it was for. I'm surprised Chaz didn't get a second player in it. Yeah, I was which was the surprising too. aspect. But I, I I don't know. I mean, he's he's also trying to fill holes, and he, you know, I don't know how that works. You know, I just, just be cur- yeah. I mean, I would just be curious in terms of stats. So, like his his rushing, he's got 110 rushing yards. And three touchdowns, Kyler Murray, on the season. So that's 10 and what is that? 6, 12, 18, 28 points just in rushing. And if we were to look at. Um, so Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen. He's got a total of 59 points. Yeah. And that's yeah. just, that's just his rushing. That's not even sniffing his passing. We're talking a twenty point difference just on there's, the There's there's so. that there's that value of that running quarterback, yeah. man. It's crazy. It is really nuts. But yes, he's he's also a unicorn. Yeah. Um between him and Lamar, just how much how many points they get running. So all right, so did you pick your third and fourth final lord? I did, and I was stalling on that. Okay. But, um, I mean. So, for the record, just to re- rehash, we got Mike up there. We got Pittman in there. And did we did we agree that Chaz is going to be a lord? Chaz is definitely a lord. Chaz is a lord. I fucking hate it. But lord Chaz. Yeah. I mean, he can he can take the wall. He can be the... He can be on the wall. Let's put it that way. <laughs> um, I guess maybe my last one. Uh, he's got the most points. That's just not on here. We got Storm and Norman. We got Young and Swift. After that, it would fall to myself. Uh, actually, it, falls to, it then falls to Jared or myself, who are separated by point uh, zero seven points. Oh shit! That is the closest fourth lord matchup of the week. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, damn. I mean, but you've lost three in a row, didn't you? Just say that two, two in a row, two, two in, a row. in a row. Jared hasn't lost two in a row, has he? I'm gonna have to go with Jared. No. Yeah. Consecutive losses hurt you in the pool. Yeah. Because you just never learn from your mistakes. Shit happens. Well, let's be honest. What hey, the, hey, last hey, week hey, I hey. got. I mean, this, I've just been getting punished by this, guys going. You're on not for the king, bitch. Forty points. Okay, you're not the king. <laughs> don't try to. Kings don't listen to the freaking petty little bullshit that you got to tell me. So we'll be all right. I'm good, my lords. Jared's in. All right, so we got. So we got King Brad bringing in Lord Michael, Lord Chaz, Lord Jared, and Lord Pittman. Mm-hmm. Uh, three of those individuals come from the Thunderdome. So says what you think about our our little uh, cupcake division here. Interesting. 
It's not about how you start, Joe. It's about how you finish. All righty. Well, we'll finish right there for that one. Appreciate that segue, Brad. And uh, we'll move on to the week six matchups. Week six matchups. Here we go. All right, boys, here we go. Week six matchups. It's already here. Um, but before we get into that, we got to talk about what has happened last week. So for the record, uh, week five, I finished with a four and one record. How about that? Whoop, whoop. Jared, ha- Jared ended up two and three. That pushes my season record to a 15 and 10. Uh, Jared is one game below 500 at a 12 and 13, and you will be making his picks for this week. Uh, divisional matchups here. Cupcakes only won one game out of three. Uh, that game ended up being uh, actually was oh slip ended up beating Jared. Um, so we have the cupcake division at six and three. The Thunderdome division at three and six. Actually, I think Jared beat. Pretty sure Jared beat Slip, right? Yeah, that did. Uh, so yeah, let's see. Jared beat Slip one forty-five to one hundred eight. Yeah. So uh, never mind the uh, the Thunderdome went a three zero sleep right sweep right there. So Cupcake yep. Division is five and four. Thunderdome is four and five, making their way up the ranks here. Maybe your Lord prediction was correct. We are kind of dropping into that area. Uh, Anyways, let's get started here. Let's do it. Let's do it. Cupcakes rolling. First matchup, which is not a divisional matchup. Uh, We have Joe versus Brian, a two and three against a two and three matchup. Currently sitting at a one fourteen nine seven to a one thirty six one eight projection. Obviously, that's a little misleading because I got Barkley still in the mix. But who are you going to pick in this matchup? Well, I'll tell you this: I think you're kind of looking up right now. I mean, not Mucking in a way. up by winning, not, losing let, two let's, straight. Let's put it this way: I'm talking about with Saquon. I think Melvin Gordon isn't playing this week, right? Or is slated to be questionable? Uh, which he was questionable last week too. Which allows you to get a little bit more run from Javante Williams, yeah. which yeah. allows you to have a quality replacement. Mm-hmm. That's the best thing I can say about your lineup. Besides Waller, uh, you got a bunch of questionables in there, man. Uh, Metcalf didn't practice, right? Yeah, that's uh, you know that one kind of popped up and caught me. Um, you know, downgraded to did not practice on Thursday due to a foot issue. That's not good. And if that ends up happening, who knows what's going to happen to my squad here? Edmonds is also in this questionable position. Shoulder, he was limited on Thursday. Not great about that you know so well i'm just gonna say it i'm i'm feeling kind of gay right now (laughs) is that's kind of where i'm leaning so ph don't suck here brother 
I'm, I'm going to go ahead and pick Brian Phillips on this one. I'm going to actually stick with you on this one, and that's the first time I've gone against myself the entire year. I just I don't feel confident with my squad right now. You know, one of my horses goes down. Then I got to rely on, you know, Waller, and that hasn't been great over the last couple weeks. And Metcalf being injured, who knows how, you know, if Edmonds goes out, I got to replace him with someone. It's I just don't feel super confident right now in my squad. And I think he's got this dynamite duel between Elliott and Pollard. He's going to score 30 points between the two of them. It's just a matter of who's going to score the 20 and who's going to score the, you know, the other 10. So, yeah, I mean, the best thing we can say on this is it'll be cupcake on cupcake crime. So no, no hurt, <laughs> no hurt in the interdivisional rivalry. So I'm just going to go ahead and say, PH, feeling gay, let's rock it out. Cupcake on cupcake crime, write that down. There you go. All right, let's move on. We're going to go over to Jared versus Rusty. This is a three and two matchup to a one and four matchup. Not looking great. Uh, in six, bye, bye, bye. Bye, bye. Uh, they actually have a couple guys going on here. So uh, before that occurred, I did post up a 125 Jared to a 128 Rusty projected score. Currently not looking great for both guys here. Jared's Jalen Hurts only has seven points, and he might have to start thinking about uh, uh, trying to find another quarterback here. Chris Godwin posting up at a 6.8 points. Here we are in the middle of the third. And Miles Sanders, 1.2. Not looking good for Rusty's running back right there. So who do you got in this one? Well, we talked about a trade earlier today, and we're talking about lopsidedness. How lopsided does it look now with that Jalen Hurts-Jamar Chase trade at the beginning of the year? I know it was a long time ago, yeah. but I bet he wishes he had him back too. Um, yes. That being said, I think this is going to be the week's rock fight based off of how it starts. Um, but as it sits today, I think I'm going to go with Rusty with a comeback right now. Um, coming back, he's going to take one here. Dak's got New England. I'm not really feeling confident in them. Um, and I, I think that now that Dalvin Cook's coming back, I think we're going to have a resurgence here or at least some life out of the slow cooking. So I think this is a week that Rusty comes back, and I think he gets one. So you're going against the Carolina defense, the hometown favorites here, hometown defense with uh, Jefferson and Cook. Um, I'm just saying that Rusty's going to win. I'm not saying well, that you said that Cook gonna was win. coming back, so uh, he's he got to have a good back. performance, right? Yeah, but I mean, it's Dalvin Cook. It's not like <laughs> you're. It's not like you're stopping him all day. I mean, and Rusty has been waiting for the same moment that I have been with CMC. So this instantly makes his team better. I think he rebounds. I think he. Uh, yeah, I think he comes back with the win. I'm going to I'm going to go with Jared on this one. I can't go with Rusty. I just don't feel confident in his team. I think I don't know how, but somehow Jared pulls this off. Um maybe maybe Hurts can score some points here a uh, quarter and a half to go, but one thing I wasn't aware of, I didn't realize that we were going into bye weeks, maybe it's cuz I don't have a guy in a bye, but Jared's got some some guys on byes this week that are going to be hurting him. 
Hey, Joe, the irony of his, his name was bye, 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 bye. I got it. Mm. Just got it. Got it. Hey, got I'm it. just filling you in. Filling you in. I'm not always the, the you know, the brightest bulb in the group here. So oh appreciate my. the help there. Hey, I thought that one was pretty obvious, but I mean – Maybe we'll just send a note. I to, just, uh, I was just looking at, I was just looking at his team. I'm like, wow, he's got a ton of guys. On the <laughs> who's yeah. he going to put in that running spot? Oh my yeah. god! Oh my god! Three quarters of his team is on a bye. Regardless, right. I'm still going to pick in the win. It's going to be a rock fight, like you said. Uh, one of these guys, and I'll the, make a bet with you if you want to. Oh, one of these guys is going to score a hundred points, and I almost want to say both of them. But, are you calling a blind under almost with three guys playing? Is that what you're trying to do? That's not a blind under, but you're calling them both under 100? I, I mean, I want to. That's pretty unrealistic because that rarely does occur. But at least one of these teams are going under 100. I can guarantee you that. I'll put $5 on them if you want to. Um, I'll, take it for, I'll take it for the over. I think they'll both go over. All right, there we are. Five dollars. One team has to score under a hundred. Just one. One team. Tell you what, Alrighty. it sounds awfully quiet over there. I can hear all those damn crickets out back. Well, I gotta write these things down, otherwise I'll forget them. So all right, there we go. I'm going to pick Jared. You're going to take Russ. We move on to the week three, or excuse me, week six, number three matchup, Slip versus Michael. Three and two matchup for both of these guys, uh, both sitting at three and two. Slip's at a 126-3 to a 140-3-6. Um, currently, they don't have anyone going, so those are quite the projections right there. Uh, he does have someone on the bench scoring 14.6 points for Michael, uh, and that would be uh, Mr. Antonio Brown having a good day so far. He's going to miss those points. Is it going to hurt him though? I think when in relation to starting Cortland Sutton over him after he just had a big week too last week, I don't know when you're scoring 200 points, I can't criticize you, you know, (laughs) like there's, there's a certain point of my pride where I'm just like, man, I can't, I can't give you shit, but, I think it probably hurts him a little bit, but I don't think it hurts him enough. Um, I still think Brooks has got some issues with Derek Carr. I mean, I don't know. It's just not looking good. Jacecki is bipolar. Hell, you don't know what you're getting out of Las Vegas anymore, too. So Jacobs could be on the down. Uh, He's starting uh, your boy, Patrick T. Patrick. What was his name again? We did the name game with you. On... Tim. There you go. Popped Wasn't it tricky. Up, Wasn't it tricky. You almost <laughs> screwed it up. You wanted to go with like T'Angelo. Tyrell. Or <laughs> uh, but no. I, I, T'Angelo. I, just... <laughs> I mean, I don't know. At least he sat Galladay. So I'm happy. Um... Does Galladay. Here we know another bet right here. Does Oh, he's doubtful. So he won't even play. Um, yeah, I can't. I can't bet on him if he's not going to play. Let's put it that yeah. way. But I think that's he's kind of down to he's down to it. Um, we got some buys in there. Got some injuries. I mean, I think it's the best that he can throw out there. Unfortunately, 
It sounds like you're going to go with Michael. I'm going to go with Michael as well. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of I, – I have to agree with you. There's just a lot of questionable stuff going on here, specifically with, with Las Vegas, right? Mm. He's got two guys going for Las Vegas, and that's going to hurt me. Obviously, I have you know Darren Waller, but you got the Bears that come into your place and you don't score any points on them, basically. I don't know. They scored like three or ten points, and now you have to travel out to Denver and play without your coach that you just lost. This that that place has got to be in shambles right now, and I I wouldn't trust any player um, from Las Vegas right now to do anything because their mind is probably all jacked up. Who knows what's going to happen? It's it's going to be a mess there. So I I unfortunately I just think that right now Michael's team's just a bit too strong, uh, and he'll take care of him rather 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 easily or swiftly. If you will. Oh, I see, what swiftly. You, I see what you did there, the little yeah, pun, sir. Look at you. Moving on to matchup number four, we're going to head over to uh, your game. Two and three, Brad, versus two and three, Johnny. Uh, a 110-22 to a 125-92 projection. Digs in the blanket versus what's under the towel. I think Dude, that's what it weird, is. Weirdest name. Don't know. Watson. Hold on. Watson Dur the towel. Watson no, the Watson towel? is definitely W-A-T. Not like Waston. You wouldn't do that. Yeah, but I don't. I, I don't, don't get know it, why man. he's got. I really Watson. don't get it. Like I'll be Watson honest. Watson under the towel. I'll be honest with you. Johnny, call in. Hit us up on the anchor app. I really need to know what the deal is with the name. I don't get it. Just throwing that memo out there. You see how I plug the app for you? Yeah, just, appreciate just, that. Just trying to get some people involved. Uh, the other thing, I don't know, man. I just don't get the name. But this is this matchup scares me. Scares me. I hate playing John. Some crazy shit always happens with him. You know. Fucking, don't tell me. Unicorns, rainbows, fucking leprechauns. I mean, something happens. Pot of gold always at the end of the day for John. It's just... It's inevitable. Yeah. I mean, you had Mark Andrews score 36 against you. Like, which guy is going to do it this week? The it's interesting, not which guy, it's how the, many guys. The interesting thing, though, is we got a Dalvin Cook siding on Rusty's team. And we got a, I forget what Madison's name is. I don't really care what his first part is. Is it Alfred? Alexander. I was going to go with Alfred. Shit happens. Um, Alfred Morris. One of the two of them isn't really going to play, right? Or get the touches. It might be a case of like the Tony Pollard, Ezekiel Elliott thing, where they both play and they both perform. I don't know. (sighs) Man, I can't see that happening. But... I think either he's going to get screwed and have to throw in the original OZ. <laughs> Who has, he has no game, so he can't put in the OZ. Uh, that would have been so much better if he would have done that. Um, I mean, but original he got OZ. That was great. Uh, or it would be, I mean, he doesn't really have much to go in after that. So if he's gambling on that, you know, that might be a situation where. You know, he's searching for some, just searching. Well, he could always put in 
Naheem Hines, who's who's done fairly okay. Um, I mean, l- last week he didn't do very well. No, actually, the week before that he didn't do very well. But so, uh, they're so playing he... Houston, so it might be a bounce back. He's also got Christian Kirk, who he could pop in there. Um, not not suitable choices where it's like, hey, man, this is really going to save me if what's-his-face can't play. Does that make what I'm – you get what I'm saying. He's probably throwing in Kirk after the fact. But, you know, it, the rest of his lineup is formidable. I mean, Sanders is catching balls because Diggs is just getting doubled. So him and Knox are kind of mopping up. But I think this is the week Diggs bounces back. Brad's well, what getting... here's the thing. What do you think you're gonna do? Are you gonna put in uh, your boy McCaffrey uh, if he's gonna play? Yeah. Well, right now it looks like he's playing. Right now they're calling him for a fifty-fifty. Okay. Uh, because he officially didn't practice today, which ah. we're not gonna get into that. Positive vibes only on this Carolina podcast, even though you're a Chicago Bear. Um, but I think that's where I'm kind of late in. I mean, if he plays, then I'm certainly going to be putting him in there. There's no doubt about it. He doesn't sit on my bench. But I think – so who did you end up taking in this one? I'm definitely taking myself. But I have as many holes as John does. So I think it's a crapshoot. All right. So you're going to take yourself in this one. I, I think it really boils down to this. And it's quite simple. I, I think if McCaffrey plays, you win. If he doesn't play, you lose. Oh, shit fire. Uh, so I'm going to play the old Jared game here. And I'm going to say if McCaffrey plays, you win. And if he doesn't, then you lose. That's what I'm going to play. I'm going to write a little note here, McCaffrey. And I will know what that means. So <laughs> I, I love that we all know what our stupid things are, man. Like, I'm just going to write McCaffrey. I'll remember what it is. You know what's going to be funny? You'll think about this podcast next week. You I'll have remember, no idea. Like, why did I remember write down McCaffrey right there? I have no idea. Yeah, he's pretty important. I have no idea why I wrote that, though. So so taking a page out of Jared's book, you know, peace out, homie. You're not here this week. So, um, all right, moves us on to the last and final matchup. We've got a 4-1 and one Pittman versus a 3-2 and two Chaz, the juggernauts of the group so far. Quite not. Mike, I guess, is a juggernaut. But here we go. Storm and Norman to a let's go, Brandon. I think that's kind of funny. Um, they got some people going tonight, and wouldn't you know it, old Chazzy boy, 26 points from his boy Leonard Fournette. And then we got uh, Pittman with only 2-7 out of Mike Evans and Ertz with a 10, so that's not terrible out of Ertz. But... No, he, he definitely he definitely got some bad news earlier this week with the Goddard situation, so he went ahead, dropped, and picked up old Ertzy boy. Paid yeah. out. Paid out pretty well. Um, but Mike Evans just ain't playing today, man. So... I mean, based off of just early results on the Thursday with what's going on, it's hard to make up that much points, you know? Well, out of two guys. Now, granted, it's a tight end, but, you know, Knox has been playing really lights out the last week or so. Yeah, he he needs a he needs a touchdown out of Evans just to salvage kind of a, a you, ten point or a ten point. There's no doubt. You week. know Knox has scored a touchdown in like four weeks in a row. 
He's got that nice little, you know, one-two Allen punch right there. Allen, I, Allen trusts him. He's able to you, throw it to him. You know what? He's a force in the in the red zone. You gotta love it. I mean, you've got to. I mean, he's just got guys that puts it in the end zone. I think that he does. He has a good job of those people on his team, and that's where you can make up a ton of points, um, especially the last couple of weeks with James Robinson coming on. Uh I hate to say it, but Chaz's team is starting to look pretty good. It is. Also, just a public service announcement. Don't trade for any of his quarterbacks out there, guys. Just saying that. Uh, that's just me being me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, no, I, I – uh, yeah, I, I just like Chaz on this one. I think he has too much of a lead. And I think the matchups that he has are very favorable. I mean, Mahomes – Mahomes at Washington. I think Washington's overrated. Adams going against Chicago. That's not a good situation for your Bears. Um, nope. I mean, Cleveland just gave up a thousand yards last week, so Hopkins should be pretty good. I mean, I don't know. I'm going Chaz on this one. Really, my reasons are pretty simple. I I don't trust the Claypool. Uh, insert there that he's got and I think Mike Williams uh, doesn't perform as well as he has been over in Buffalo now granted he's been a target monster um, for your boy Herbert I just I just don't think he's gonna do as well as he has been doing Um, quite honestly you know they haven't played fantastic defenses they played Cleveland Las Vegas, Kansas City, Dallas was their last previous great opponent that they faced. And, you know, he still scored 18. But I I really think it comes down to those two guys, Claypool and Williams, and I don't think that they have a good week. And I think, you know, Chaz's team really is starting to turn a corner and going to be a force to reckon with, especially if this Fournette guy decides to play. I remember I drafted him first overall, and he ended up doing dick for me. It seems as though, like, when I get people, you know, they they enter in to the end of their career, and then I yeah. drop them, and then two years later, they're back into their prime. It's it's funny how that works. Well, I'm going to go ahead and say you drafted him when he was on the Jaguars, so that sucks. Yes. And so that was your first problem. The other thing is with Claypool, Claypool just had Juju go down on their team. So their target share pretty much – or whatever is Najee Harris and Claypool. So I think that play is actually good. I just think him not getting points out of Evans. I mean, we're three quarters of the way through this thing, so it's going to take a lot. You yeah. know, the other guys there. Just say, I'm I'm taking Storm and Norman, but I love Pittman's team name again. He is on fire this season with the team names. Keep that shit up. Alrighty, boys. Well, that'll do it uh, for the week six matchups. Want to say thank you very much to um, GM Brad Pizel for joining us and subbing in for Jared. Hey, this hey, week. hey! Appreciate the help there. Um, no problem, Jared. I don't wanted... want this job. I'll be honest; it's all <laughs> yours. Yeah, uh, it's a lot of pressure. 
Also wanted to let you GMs know you may have noticed that we weren't able to get to the Did You Beat the Host segment of the pod. A lot of GMs out on vacation this week. So Johnny's actually out on vacation celebrating a uh, five- or six-year anniversary with his lovely wife, Diana. I believe they're off to Denver, Colorado, for a few days. So hope they're enjoying themselves over in the high country out there. Uh, enjoy the, the the thin air and the free weed out there. Not free, I guess available weed well, if they if they want to partake maybe the free weed will help with that scandy burned off his calf i don't know <laughs> do you know the uh, story behind that uh, i don't even know but that yeah. sounds like john was drunk he, well he said he was drunk but he also said he grazed one of his uh he grazed his uh back that's not yard. a graze burn dude I, I i'm just letting you know what the man told me like it's almost I, like he was i'm branding. not putting like i'm he not was getting branded yeah, well, you should think about going over there, doing the same thing, and potentially getting rid of a said tattoo on thy calf like yourself. If and... you look at it closely, it kind of looks like the NCFFL emblem that Mike put on our hats. He just has got to get it tatted on the inside do, of it. <laughs> do you do you think that he went full commish style and had to get his tattoo? <laughs> That I mean, if you start getting branding yourself as a commissioner, I don't know, bro. That's that's some serious. <laughs> that's some serious stuff. Being like, <laughs> I'm not in. I don't. I don't like it that much, man. You nobody wants that job, John. It's all yours. <laughs> Brand away. Brand away, man. Alrighty, boys, that'll do it. Appreciate it. Good luck to all the GMs out there. And Brad, I don't know if you know how, to, how this ends, but if you do, let us know. Uh, dodge injuries and fuck, I screwed it up. I can't believe I did that. And guess right. Yep, there we go. Later, boys. Thank you for listening to the Hot Rods and Hot Takes Fantasy Football Podcast. Just a reminder, if you'd like to get in touch with us, there's a way to do that. Please go to the website, anchor.fm, or even easier, download the Anchor app and search Hot Routes and Hot Takes Fantasy Football Podcast. There, what you can do is leave us a voice message. If we like what we hear, we will play it on next week's pod. Also, in terms of distribution... We can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Podcast, and Radio Public. We are here to meet all of your platforms and wherever you listen to your podcast. But if you want the exclusive recording, please listen to your podcast on the Anchor app. For all of us here at the Hot Rots and Hot Takes Fantasy Football Podcast, Dodge Injuries, and guess right.